0: It sort of reminds me of this quote I heard, and I'm not going to be able to find it, but basically it was a a quote by some English author that said, if you don't have any enemies in the fight of your life and your work, then you actually haven't done enough and you've been too much of a coward.
1: Right. Wasn't that Shakespeare that said that?
0: I don't know. Probably.
1: You said English author. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that literate. What's Inside, discovering what you're made of and making the most of it with professional coach Ken Edwards, helping you understand your gifts, honing your leadership skills, sharpening your natural instinct so you can enjoy a more fulfilling life. Welcome back to the What's Inside podcast. I'm Eric Nordoff, And I'm Ken Edwards. And we, uh, we haven't given our names in the last few episodes. We've just been so comfortable. We are assuming you know us, but you don't maybe. So Eric Nordoff, Ken Edwards, yeah, we're sitting here enjoying the last fruits of 2020 as we record this. But for you, it's probably closer to March and you're thinking about goal setting and you've been through the process of uncovering blocks and all the, the entire process. If you haven't, this whole first season is dedicated to laying a foundation and setting the pace for your life Yes, and work.
1: Yeah, where you can begin to enter into a coaching process for yourself. My hope in this is that you could take some of these introductory steps and start moving and have more direction to your life. I want you
0: to be successful with it. And man, what a head start you will have gotten if you do end up working with you can, you will be so far ahead of the game if you've actually taken some of these things to heart and already allowed yourself to think in this way.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the, probably the biggest obstacle is just learning how to think about your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So today's conversation is about breaking goals into action. And the main question is, how do I measure it?
1: Yeah. Well, maybe it's two parts. How do I define it? How do I measure it? Because you know, once you get the goal set, often people stop there because they go, oh, I've got this goal. I'm just going to start. I'm going to go do what I've always done and something different is going to happen. hope I get there. Right. That doesn't work. And so you have to think about what your goals actually are and then what's your strategy? The Breaking it down into actionable items is where you're putting feet or movement to the goal. And and so if your goal is to make more money, then what will you do to get there? Mm -hmm. And so if you own a business, then it may be what's my strategy to drive sales or to create greater efficiency in the business. If you're employed, then it might be, how do I, I need to review my work and am I phoning it in or am I really applying myself? So it may be a really deeper, more internal kind of question, or you may recognize that, oh, I'm not in the right spot. What am I really designed for? And I need a vocational transition. Yeah. And so you kind of get the ball rolling.
0: So there's a whole strategy that you can build now. Around what you've clearly identified as something that needs to change, yeah. something that you wanna to move towards. Mm-hmm. So that's defining it. And then measuring it is about creating a vehicle where you know that you're moving forward towards it, kind of a feedback, giving you feedback that you're getting there. Right. And how far you are away from that. So let's kind of maybe come up with an example and kind of work through what that would look like. So maybe it's a financial goal. Let's say somebody identifies that they, and this is really oversimplified, but let's just say they want to earn a round number of $300,000 in 2021. All right. And they want to do it while maintaining their current lifestyle. Right. But before, you know, maybe in in years past, they've only earned 200,000, but they've identified a few few things that they know they can do to kind of increase. So it's a stretch, but it's not unrealistic. Kind of how would you then clearly work on clearly defining and creating measurable strategies?
1: Well, there's a lot that I'd I'd have to know, obviously. It's like, are they a business owner? Are they a professional that works for themselves? You know, if they're an employee, they're probably not going to make that big a jump in a year. Yeah. Because they're going to be. Oh, sure. Constraints.
0: There's limitations. Right. Let's say they're a business owner.
1: Okay. So if they're a business owner, we want to start looking at their business. Like how do they generate revenue and what's their their marketing plan and how much effort are they applying to the business? So there's a lot of things that we would start to talk about because what we want to look for are where are the weaknesses and what they've been doing so that we can have a really good understanding of where the effort needs to be applied. Yeah. And so if it's a work ethic issue, then we're going to look at, okay, how can we step that up and go from, you know, if they've only been kind of phoning it in, let's say, and they're working 25, 30 hours a week, but they want to get somewhere else, then they need to increase to 40, maybe even 50 hours a week. Right.
0: And not only that, but then remove some of the things that maybe were distractions for them and really bring more of a honing in a focus to what their goal is.
1: And so we would take a look at their calendar and look at how to make it maybe more efficient or might use some time blocking, which is a strategy that they can use you know certain times of the day or certain days of the week to really focus specifically on parts of their business that need to be improved often in that case the scenario that you've laid out they need to be gutsier they need to ask courage. more courage and, yeah you know, seek you know greater networking opportunities. Because it's easy to get hit a certain level of income and to become comfortable, which I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that's what you want. But if you want to be somewhere else, then you need to engage and be willing to you know, step up.
0: Oftentimes I find that even with my podcast coaching clients or curriculum coaching clients, it's that what gets revealed Really comes to light when they are prodding through very uncomfortable waters. Yeah. You know, and you start to open up these places of uncomfort. That's where the gold is because you start to face what it really is that's blocking you from achieving this goal.
1: Right. And like we've talked about before, we visited the tension of being an abundance mindset or a scarcity mindset. Scarcity mindset often keeps us from achieving what we need to because we just think, oh, it's not out there. And so we don't try. And an abundance mindset, it's like we never know where the opportunities are. Yeah. And which is personally kind of what the way I tend to think. And I've found opportunities, all kinds of places yeah. that were unexpected just because my eyes were open.
0: Yeah. Well, and also one of the great things about when you go through this process of coaching, I would imagine is there is a sense of when you have that scarcity mindset, what's happening is you're often trying to support your brain. I think psychologically, right. It's trying to support the fact that it is not out there. So you're just compounding this feeling like it's not out there. Well, I'm not going to try because that will protect me from actually seeing that something is out there. Does that make sense? Right. It's kind of heady of an answer, but yeah, it's a big deal when you become aware of it.
1: That's right. I have a good example out of my own story where years ago I was, I had been in practice, had established a solid practice, was very busy, but you personally, we just didn't have enough income. And we had some financial planners, analysts that were working with us and they they kind of went through all our bills and, and they met with us and they said, you know, your expenses are really good. You've got this really buttoned up. And which is ironically not what I wanted to hear. I thought I'm working as hard as I can. We got to cut somewhere. Cut. We got to save somewhere. And they were like, no, no, you don't need to cut anything. You're, And they said very kindly, your problem is income. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is not what I wanted to hear (laughs) because I'm like, I'm working as much as I can. I didn't feel like I could do any more. And so what it forced me to do was look at my fee and it really challenged me. And I had to, oh, it was so hard, but it was kind of a come to Jesus moment for me. So it's like, I've got to actually charge what my family needs me to charge. Right. I was certain it was going to destroy my practice. And so I found a number that I thought, okay, this is a, a stretch. It made me super uncomfortable. I was scared to death to ask clients for this. But I'm like, you know, at this point in my career, I need to know, you know, is this going to go or not? Yeah. What am I made of? What what am I made of? Uh What's inside? And am I going to really test that? Or do I need to find something else to do? Yeah. Because the bottom line is if people weren't going to value me at that level, I just need to find another career because this wasn't working for my family. And so I did. I took the jump and, and what was crazy, nobody batted an eye.
0: Nobody did, did they? No one.
1: All of a sudden I made more money and in three years I had learned a lesson. And so I actually went up even more.
0: It's amazing when you kind of get through that first hurdle, the next hurdles are much easier.
1: They are still scary. Scary. The same thing happened. In fact, I had two business guys working for me that told me if you don't lose at least 10% of your clientele, you didn't go up high enough, which has never happened to me. And it's not my goal. Obviously, I don't want to I'm not looking to run people off. I do need to value myself.
0: It sort of reminds me of this quote I heard, and I'm not going to be able to find it, but basically it was a a quote by some English author that said, if you don't have any enemies in the fight of your life and your work, then you actually haven't done enough and you've been too much of a coward. Wasn't that Shakespeare that said that? I don't know. Probably.
1: You said English author.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that literate, but it was was eye-opening for me because I've been somebody that generally everyone likes me, but that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is, does make me aware that maybe I haven't challenged myself enough and challenged others enough or took more enough of a stand for something of value where I might have risked relationships in that way. But in the same way, maybe you're too comfortable and you haven't challenged yourself or challenged your business enough to risk possibly losing clients or whatever it is, just to make it too comfortable for everyone. That's right. I don't know. That's kind of what I'm thinking.
1: So you want to, as you have your goal established, you want to think of several different things that are action items that you can initiate. Not that you're going to even use all of them, but you want to think of as many as possible. And so, for example, last year I was inching into high blood pressure and my doctor wanted me to, to work on that and my cholesterol was a little high. And so I'm like, I need to get serious about this. And so I did two things immediately. One was I joined Noom. To help me with weight loss, because I need to lose some weight, and I bought a Peloton. So those were my two initial action items. And as part of that, both systems have a lot of measurement tools, so I could sit there and track my progress. The other thing I did is I kind of looked at what's going on in my diet because we generally eat pretty clean, but I wanted to drop my cholesterol. And so, and I love still cut oatmeal. And so I just focused on, you know, eating things that would help reduce, I did some research. And the next time I went to the doctor, I dropped my cholesterol 50 points and my blood pressure had come down some. Now I've got genetics working against me. So I have gone on high blood pressure medicine to help, but those things have been really helpful. And they were just very clear strategies, definable and measurable. And so you want to look for those kinds of things.
0: So, so write down more than you think you'll need in terms of action steps. As many as you can think of is really
1: helpful because what that does, it begins to open your eyes as you're engaging. And so the more you can be open-minded and open-eyed to what you're working on, then you wind up working on it in various ways. Yeah. And also pay attention to what's going in. So like on my Instagram, for example, I started following clean eating people and exercise folks and would get, you know, additional ideas because it was like, oh, passive forms of encouragement. Right. Instead of looking at you know cocktail websites,
0: <laughs> stuff like that, which discourages or big bratwurst, <laughs> get rid of the Oktoberfest uh, feed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: you know, red meat RS, and so it's a matter of you know what goes in. So it's really kind of paying attention to the whole package.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I like that. So one goal at a time, break it down and think of several action steps for each goal. It's not that difficult.
1: It really isn't that difficult because
0: you just want to start moving. Otherwise,
1: you're going to be sitting at zero a month from now, having accomplished nothing. That is not what we're trying to do. And also, when you have all these action items, don't try to do all of them every day. You're not going to do that. Just pick one or two things to work on at a time. Remain focused. When you get some progress, move to another one. See what you find.
0: Oftentimes, we're too hard on ourselves for our daily actions and we're too easy on ourselves for our long term actions. Like it should be the reverse. Right. Take a long term perspective. Yes. Take a week, maybe it's just even a week to week perspective rather than a day to day or a month to month perspective. Have I moved the ball forward in this month or will I move this ball forward in a month? That's much more achievable.
1: You're really focused on lifestyle changes yeah. and how you think about your life, how you think about whatever it is you're working on, because we have these patterns in our mind, in our brain and in our heart that keep us stuck. And so there's a, a natural kind of lethargy that we have to overcome in order to move forward and we want to begin to think differently about our business, about our work, about our hearts, our bodies, whatever it is that we're focused on changing, we need to change our mind and our heart first. And so the more that you can support that as you're moving forward, you'll see long term change and you'll become better.
0: Yeah, and you'll see it. It's a day-to-day practice. It's a week-to-week practice. And oftentimes we think we can do more in a day than we really can. Back to that principle I just mentioned.
1: Well, and just to even check yourself, Am I becoming more alive? Yes. Or am I dying a little more? And just, it's a very binary evaluation, but you ought to be coming more alive every day. You ought to be enjoying more, seeing more. And even when you're in a place of struggle, that still needs to be the same question. Because life will definitely hand you some hard things. So it's not, I'm not trying to say that every day ought to be rosy or chipper. Mine certainly isn't. Or stress-free. Or stress-free. It's not going to be that way. But the real question is, am I engaged in a way that's going to bring life?
0: Yeah. Is this struggle bringing life? Right. The struggle that I'm having to wrestle with, because we are going to need to wrestle with it and face it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's a matter of, am I engaged or not?
0: Right. And again, it's, it's not a momentary stress or momentary struggle. Is this a pattern of struggle? Is this a pattern of, is this bringing death to me on a long-term basis? Or is this just a momentary stress that's going to lead to more life? Right. There's a fine line there.
1: And look, folks, this is not a linear thing. You know, you make some progress and uh, it's like been continuing to work on weight and I had a hankering for pizza the other night and I really enjoyed way too much pizza. And was it a setback? Yeah, momentarily. It's not going to get in the way of the overall goal. Now, if I'm eating pizza every night,
0: that's different. Right.
1: And so, man, pizza. Pizza
0: sounds really good. For lunch. Is it lunch yet? <laughs> I can eat it anytime. <laughs> I love a good pizza. But just, I just want don't
1: want you to get discouraged if you kind of fall off the wagon. Just get back on. Get yeah. back on the horse. Keep riding. Keep moving.
0: I love it. All right. So it's time to act on your strategy, just like we did in the last episode. Again, we've just been talking for 20 minutes. So take the next 40 minutes, if you can, block out this time or block out a time in the near future this week. Week where you can begin to work on those goals, one goal at a time, lay out some strategies, some action steps for moving the ball forward.
1: And keep it in a place where you can review it. Yeah. Just as you move through the day, just to have reminders.
0: That's good. All right. So next week, we're going to actually wrap up this season, this season one, where we're going to be putting it all together. Yep. It's going to be fun. All right. Well, we'll see you all uh, in the next episode. Take care. For show notes and relevant resources mentioned in today's episode, and if you'd like to reach out to Ken to see if coaching is the right next step for you, visit ProvidentLeadership.com. That's ProvidentLeadership.com. Subscribe to this podcast and leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcasting platform.